two, one. Welcome back to our podcast where we talk about all things. It's giving beauty, fashion, pop culture, and a lot of kiki. I'm your pop culture baddie. And your fashionable Scorpio. So join us, Mommy Tia and Chan, as we get family chaotic. What? It's the name of the podcast, Feminine Chaos, duh. Hi, lovers. I'm Chan. And I'm Tiff. And, and this, this is the Feminine Chaos Podcast. What's going on, girl? How you feeling? What's going on? You know, we're living. I apologize if I sound a little nasally. It's because, you know, I got a little sicky this week. A little cold, yeah. Little... <laughs> I'm sick. Um, <laughs> we love a mean girl <laughs> reference, please. Um, no, but I went to work, but I also had to take off like on Tuesday because I don't know what's going on, y'all. I ain't got COVID. I ain't got RSV, RSVP, or the flu. You got Zovid. We ain't COVID <laughs> shit. Uh, variation 551110. <laughs> <laughs> this shit not even COVID no more. Right. I don't know what it is. But um, no, they think it might be my right side of my wisdom too. Not too long ago, I got just my left side taken out. And I know some of y'all going to be watching this like about something. You know, you should have gotten both sides. And I asked for both sides. But my dental surgeon or whoever pulled it out was like, we only think, he's a man, we only think that we need to like pull out the left side. So we're just going to do the left side. He doesn't sound like this at all, but like you get the point. Um, and they left my right side in. And now I'm over here, a hot damn mess, and I'm going to have to get the right side pulled out. So I really hate that for me. Okay. How about you? Well, uh, my last 10 days have been something. Oh. They did something. My last 10 days. My last 10 days. And y'all have seen me within the last 10 days, but they have been something. Uh, Some of the best things have ever happened to me. Hey. And not some of the worst, but some, you know, arguably not fun things have happened to me as well. Uh, (laughs) If you have been following me on TikTok, we do have some updates that are probably coming somewhere throughout this episode. So if you've been following me on TikTok, you've been knowing my debacles and my little uh, what's happenings. I don't know what's going on. But we'll, well get we'll into get that. To it. You do know. You do know. Because I texted you about it yesterday. You oh, do know. Oh, yes, know. yes, yes, yes. Okay. You do okay. know. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the astrology right now, we had Aquarius new moon. By the time y'all watch this, the new moon will have already happened. But you know, the astrology is astrology inging. Not inging. But I will say some very exciting career happenings have happened for me. I'm not going to announce them yet. But I just want to say God really blessed and really came through. God did. And anything you think it is, what multiply it by 10. Because you, oh, bitch, you finna see me. God did. God did. God did. Okay. <laughs> But what did God also do? The Grammys. Some good, some bad. Let's get into it. Now, before we jump into the hot Grammy topics, okay. I would like to make some call outs that I felt were overshadowed by a myriad of other things going on. Go ahead. Best R&B performance, Coco Jones for I See You. Let's give it up for her. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Best pop duo, group performance, SZA and Phoebe Bridgers for Ghost in the Machine. That Period. is one of my favorite songs off that album. Best R&B song, SZA for Snooze. Snooze, Snooze. I stand the fuck When up. I'm with you, I cannot snooze. I miss the 
saw it, boy. Nobody, nobody like you do. I can't lose when I'm with you. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Best R&B album. <laughs> Victoria Monet. Inkton. Jaguar 2. Period. Uh, period. Best African music performance. Make me sweat. Hey. Make me harder. Make me lose my breath. Make me water. Shout out, Tyla. Also, I am the president of the Tyla stand base. <laughs> no, so I really am. I really am. If you haven't listened to that EP, go do it. Her next song up next right now, Truth or Dare. We need an album. We need a project. We need a project. And the streets Listen. did say it's coming soon. Hey. Um, also, this, by the way, was the first award she's ever been nominated for. And oh. it was a Grammy. She literally rose to startup. Like, Isn't that no, iconic? that's I. So I truthfully believe she's going to be the next generation's like Rihanna. I think so too. I think like so too. I. That's literally like because she. She's so cute. She makes a cute yes, little bop. Yes. She can sing. She can dance. She has it all. She has it all. Record of the year. Our good sis Miley Cyrus for flowers. She is the first person in her Disney class and generation to win a Grammy. So that is super exciting. So all the Disney girls she came up with, she's the first one out of that group to win a Grammy. Period. Song of the year goes to Billie Eilish. What was I made for? Another well-deserved award. What was I? Nine Grammys at 22 is completely insane. But props to our great sister in Christ, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Now, <laughs> before we move into the main topic yeah. of today, yeah. I would like to do one major call out. Okay. Before, you know, we move into some of this other bullshit and this other happenings. <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about the icon, the beauty the Grammy's best new artist. Who is it? Tell him. Victoria Monet. Ba, 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 ba. Mother of Hazel. Yeah. Yes. Mother of Hazel. Best new artist. Let's take a second to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she said it's been 15 years. She been in the mud since 2009. If you have a dream, okay? No Martin Luther Martin King. had a dream. But if you had a dream, mm-hmm. and you know you've been at it for a minute now, do you, if you saw Victoria Monet when she got up and received that award, if you listened to her speech, you know she was like, this "I likened shit- myself to a plant." <laughs> the roots, right, right. Yes, this took me fifteen years, but bitch, I do it the fuck again. Because what? Listen, th- first of all. I fell in love with Victoria Monet when she was working with uh, Ariana Grande. Yep. But Monopoly. Right. She seven is, rings. Right. Thank she, you. Next. She is the pen behind some of your faves, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just let you know that. Um, but she is so deserving of this. Extremely deserving. Um, to think that she's 34 is mind-boggling to me. I don't know why I think she's only like two years older than and us. And looking young as ever. Well, you know, black don't crack and don't. God was biased with that one. Okay. okay. So, go ahead. Say your piece. Say your piece. I personally, and this is for all you 
on TikTok out there that was talking about some Noah Cahan, Noah Cahan, Noah Cahan, whatever that man's last name is. And you had the nerve Ooh. to get up on Beyonce's internet Ooh. talking about some who is Victoria Monet? I'm gonna tell you who Victoria Monet is. <laughs> Writer for some of y'all's faves. Let me not do too much. Great vocalist. <laughs> Great, right, great, great vocalist. Back great to vocalist. what we were speaking about. Yeah, great vocalist, great vocalist. Okay, but to put disrespect on her name and go, who is she? And then try to say she's not deserving. Go open the fucking Apple Music, Spotify oh, okay. apps. Yeah, let's go open the apps. Let's go open the apps. But extreme major congratulations to Victoria Monet. She is more than deserving. Um, and honestly, if I were an artist and was in that category with her, it would be an honor to lose to Victoria Monet. Period. Because I went to her concert, y'all. That was the best $100 I ever spent on my life, and I would have spent more. They said that they she, feel like she's going to be the future Beyonce. Oh my God, and I absolutely hope so. I She is truly destined for greatness, and Tina Knowles even said that. She also said yeah. that Kelly and Beyonce and uh, Michelle sang On My Mama at Tina's birthday party. I fucking love that. Yeah, I literally no, love, I love that. that. She has been making hits and writing hits, and I'm great. I'm glad that you all get to experience what what everybody has been telling y'all for some years right. now. Years. So seeing her, I want her to have more. Right. But I'm very happy for her. So we just had to take a moment and give her her flowers. <laughs> my phone to phone the form. I love to say that shit heavy as hell. I put that on my own. Mama, mama. mama. Hood, I love fly, I look good. You can catch my bag with you. Good, I look fly, I look too good. Put that on my own, mama. On my, I don't know the dance, but you know. I look fly, I look good. You can catch my bag with you. Good, I look fly, I look too good. On my mama, huh? On my hood, huh? I look fly, huh? I look Catch my swag, wish you could. I look fly, I look too fly, good. I look too good. I'm so deep in my bag, like a grandma with a peppermint. Yeah, you. All right, let's say they asked for singing, but we giving y'all, we giving y'all the vocals. We giving y'all the vocals. Real bars, real singing, real bitches back in the stew. Right, get your pen up, and. Anyway, we're moving on to album of the year, Midnight's Taylor Swift. Now, let me start off. I gave Tiffany homework not too long ago. And I said, go listen to Midnight's by T-Swizzle. Now, I would like to say I am not a Taylor Swift hater. By no means. She used to make a good bop back in high school. But I think when you put Taylor Swift... Up against the people she was up against, more specifically SOS by Miss Solana, you're just not there. And I would like to talk about a good point that um, a TikToker made, and I cannot remember her. God forgive us. Yeah, no, God forgive us because I cannot remember her um, username. But she said, when you put Taylor Swift up against what black women just have to be. 10 times better mm. at Taylor Swift comes nowhere near you. Let's put Taylor up against Olivia mm. Rodrigo. Ooh. Ooh. I like Olivia Rodrigo. I do as well. Olivia Rodrigo gives me Miley Cyrus for some reason. Like, okay. in terms of like her grasp on this this younger but generation. But she's also young. Like, she makes That's what I'm saying. Yeah, how old is That's what I'm saying. The grasp on the younger yeah. generation. 
I love Olivia Rodrigo's voice. And they are kind of in the same caliber. That's I, what's very good. I like Taylor Swift's voice too, though. I don't know which one is... You like her voice. Do you like the music? Do I think Taylor Swift should have won Album of the Year? I am an old school T-Swizzle fan. I prefer country Taylor over like pop Taylor. I haven't really resonated with her music since the Red Album. I will be very honest with you. Like when she came out back in the day with... Um, Tears on my guitar. And uh, what's the other song I'm thinking of? Oh, You Belong With Me. That had me and my friends. Story, baby, just say yes. Listen. Well, that's love story. I know, I know. Yeah. I know, it's super but, song. But, <laughs> but same, same. Those songs. That, those music. And that one song she has. Uh, oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Don't oh, you yes. ever grow up. Just stay this little. That was when she had. Thinking she was from Nashville. No, I was convinced. I was convinced. I said, "Oh my god, that is a war." I love she country was music. From the South, it's a war. That was like they clocked her quick. They were like, "No, no, 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 no." No, but so clearly, I'm an older Taylor Swift fan. Now, I do enjoy some of the songs that she's come out with after Red, but in terms of like an entire album that mm-hmm. I can sit down and listen to, I just no longer can resonate with her music personally. But Needless to say, so I sat down and listened to Midnight's. Now, I have actually listened to some of the songs, but I never sat down and listened to it all the way through. I know that album has Karma on it, Lavender Haze. Um, what's that one song that I liked on there? Let's pull it up, because there's. I'm about to tell y'all what songs I do like off of the Midnight's album. It's only about one or two. I think the only one I liked was Lavender Haze. Yeah, the first one. Um, so yeah, I like Lavender Haze. I like Vigilante shit, Bejeweled. Bejeweled is good. Um... Karma. I feel yeah. like that's, that might be it. Yeah. That just might be it. Let's talk Celine Dion. I'll just say this. Black people don't play about Celine Dion. Okay, <laughs> that is mother. Celine Dion is the level of Whitney Houston. The level of yes. Mariah Carey status. Cemented. So, forever into Cemented. the music industry. Forever into the pop industry. Which is what Taylor realms herself predominantly in. Um, and I understand, I saw articles come out talking about because of the condition that she has, um, you're not allowed to touch her. Totally respectable. But for you to she go up there. look at her. For you to go up on stage mm-hmm. and not even say Celine Dion once, that would have been the first thing out of my mouth. I would have, first of all, I would have passed out. I would have had to literally hold myself <laughs> back from I to hugging. Out, my head hit the wall. Bonk. Bonk. I had a prayer, mother. <laughs> okay, listen. But it's even like she didn't have to say she didn't even have to say Celine Celine's <laughs> name in the speech. It could have just been a simple. <laughs> I'm sorry. When y'all watch this on YouTube, I'm so sorry if you just saw me hack <laughs> up a mucus ball. Oh my god. But anyway, she could have just done a very simple look at her. Thank you. No, it's not just a look at her. It needed to be. It needed to be, ladies and gentlemen of the non-binary. No, Celine Dion. But at the bare minimum, thank you for presenting me said award. Oh, she didn't even thank her. No, she just grabbed. She didn't even look at her. It should have gone to Solana. Stop calling her that. That's her name. But nobody know that. Y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. If you know, you know. Miss Scissor. 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 
<laughs> no, I'm just, first of all, Celine Dion, I sat there and I actually went back and listened to some Celine Dion music after that because I was just like, Celine Dion had me crying in middle school thinking I was in love. <laughs> On the Titanic. <laughs> Not even the Jack. Titanic. But um, love, can, love Can Move Mountains. Listen. Let's let's not get into Celine Dion. That's true vocal ability. H to the is O, B to the is A. So Jay Z, real quick. When Jay Z came up on the stage and he spoke, I brought out my lie detector test. <laughs> it didn't it didn't waver once. What can I say? No lies told. Okay. Um. No, everything Jay Z said, motherfucking retweet, motherfucking repost. For him to come out and talk about DMX, that. That actually brought me to tears a little bit. Because it's like, damn, DMX really, he really scratched the surface for Mm hip-hop rap. And for him to be in that category and be like, for Jay-Z himself to be in the category of best rap album and DMX not being nominated at all and him being like, well, I'm going to go ahead and protest the Grammys on behalf of DMX even though I'm in the category... That's like this. That's almost equivalent to Adele getting up and winning her album of the year next to Lemonade and being yeah, like, saying she couldn't accept it. She couldn't accept mm-hmm. it because she felt as though it should have went to Beyonce, and it should have. It should have. Um. So that piece also too. I love that Jay Z got up there and you know even though Beyonce was giving very much. Now listen, better wrap this shit up. Because the Uber coming <laughs> and they in left a couple right of minutes. After that. They left right As after they that. should. So, um, <laughs> Blue looks so nervous up there. God bless her. Oh, no, Blue looking so Blue. gorgeous and she grown. Beautiful. Elegance. So beautiful. She was We're not ready for her to grow vintage up. Vintage Vivian Westwood. We're not ready. I thought she looked so beautiful. Stunning. Very age appropriate. Yes. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I think girls. she's just such a pretty girl. She is. She's I'm not ready for her to grow up. Oh, she's Slow 12, down. right? She's 12? I know, but she's grown already. Like, she's already a fucking performer. Like, I saw her twice at that Renaissance World Tour. And at one time, I Gellos. saw her front row. Gellos. And when Whoa. she was doing that, Beyonce, obviously we don't know Blue's character, but from what we see, she has done a great job. Yeah. Very beautiful girl. Very hardworking girl. I love her. It's a Blue Ivy Santa account. What are they called? The um, the Ivy League. Yep. We part of the Ivy League. Yep. I just might be on the e-board. Hey. Just fine. Okay, president. But let's get into our speed roundups, our hot one-liners and call-outs in pop culture. Gabby Douglas returns to the professional gymnastics and plans to compete in the 2024 Paris Olympics. Okay, Miss Gabby. The Dan Schneider documentary is coming soon and Ooh, pending. I'm it is called Quiet on the Set. The Dark Side of Kids TV premiering March 17th on Investigation Discovery. That's a good-ass title. That's a good-ass title. And I also, too, will be tuning in. I will be tuning in. Usher! Mm. Usher, baby. Not only has he dropped tour dates, some tickets were released this morning that were going for a couple thousand dollars. Past, present, future. And he also dropped a new album called Coming Home. I saw that, but not all the songs are released yet. I Because I was double-checking oh, it. looked like they were. Oh, when did I look at that? Maybe I looked at that I looked this yesterday. Morning. Okay. Okay. See? Yeah. No. All the released yesterday. now. Mm-hmm. Monique, after her Club Shay Shay interview that did break I the internet, I have not watched it yet, but I need to go watch it. <clears throat> Monique, after she was on the Club Shay Shay interview, 
which <laughs> broke the internet. She has announced that she is going on tour with Cat Williams. And I would like to see it. I would like to be there. In the mountains of Caucasus. Laughing my ass off. Put the bun back on there. You have an unnatural allegiance to losers. losers. And that's unlike like you. <laughs> and I say this again as the Tyla stand based president. If you have not given her EP some streams, turn this off. Go do that and then come back. Okay. Um, I also would like to announce that Kim K and OBJ are now dating Odell Beckham Jr. Wasn't he just married? He just had a child. Not but they were married too. I don't know if they were married. I think they were. Well, well, I think they were. I'm not sure if they were married, but he did have a child not too long ago. Why don't Kim date black uh, white men? <laughs> I mean, she did. Pete Davidson. Okay. He black adjacent, honestly. Oh, <laughs> Tiffany, don't be one of those. Uh-uh. No, no. I am not co-signing that. <laughs> no. I'm dead. You know, for years, like, he was so black adjacent, people thought he was mixed. Now, you know. Mixed? That I know. That we know. That man is not mixed. He not. No. Not that is a white man. Is he from Long Island, too? Anyways. And let's get into our viral clip of the week. Hey. I'm so tired of them talking about these countries will pay you this amount of money to move there, but do they like niggas? That's the question we want to know. So that was the viral clip of the week. Personally, you know, with it being an election year. Do they like <laughs> There are a lot of black people getting a little nervous and, you know, starting to scope out the scene, scope out the globe. Have to scope the scenery out. Right. Um, getting their passports together to figure out what is the tizzy outside of the United States. Um, question for you, Chandler, with that clip that we just played. If you didn't live in the United States or if you wanted to move or had to move outside of the United States, where would you go? Bonjour. Oh. Je m'appelle Chandler. Okay. Oui, oui, baguette. Okay. We. Oui. Y'all know where the hell I'm moving, Paris. Cause <laughs> are you happy to be? Are you happy to be in Paris? We oui. got my n****s in Paris, and they go with gorillas, huh? huh? Or I would move to London. Has a very large black Bijou, population. Bonjour, mademoiselle. I would go to London. Ça va? Too. Ça va bien? Ça va bien? Comme si, comme ça. <laughs> Let me stop. No, I took I took French and. Seventh grade, That's middle school. Spanish. Hola, como esta? Muy bien, gracias. Y tú? Listen. And still don't know nothing. I took right. about eight Spanish. Don't know a damn thing. On delay. On delay. Okay. Um. And but so in French, stop means elect. Okay. They do it with the right. Gotta get that shit at the back of your throat. Okay. I know that's right. Anyways. Okay. Um, I have not traveled the world enough. I'm gonna just come out and say that. I love Barbados. Okay. Barbados is a very chill. That like, that like that. That is good. Very good. Formerly British colonized uh, island. So, um, I visited there with my teammates. Shout out to Howard University Lacrosse. Okay, Ain't bow, bow, bow. You, you know. know. You, 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 you. Nope, nope. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. 
Okay. So I went there back in the winter of 2018 to go teach young Bayesian, beautiful black children the sport of lacrosse to diversify the sport overall, but also too, they want to create professional men's and women's team to be able to compete in the Olympics in the future because it will become an Olympic sport in the future, but also too, um, to compete in worlds. It is now like a very much a Caribbean sport. Um, Jamaica has a men's and women's team. So does Puerto Rico. Um, and I think South Africa might, and a couple of other African countries also might have lacrosse teams. So globally it's becoming, globally it's much more diverse, but here in the United States, it is a predominantly white sport. It is a colonized sport, um, from indigenous people of where we live now, the Americas. Um, and it actually has traditionally changed a lot. Um, it used to be a miles long game, but the way that we play it now is only like the length of a football field. Just a quick little lacrosse tip. But yeah, put your black children in lacrosse. Okay. Yep. All right, well, now we're about to get into the beauty and fashion segment. Girl, let's talk. All right, so we're first going to go ahead and get into some beauty, starting off with the Queen Bee, Beyonce. So if you have not been on social media, you would not know that Beyonce just officially dropped not only the brand name but the visuals for her new hair care line sacred that she has been teasing us with for literally months now um i remember the first time when she posted a picture of herself as a young girl in her mother's hair salon um as well as a picture of her during that current time which was i think last summer um with her in the mirror of a hair salon her hair was natural gorgeous beautiful curls um with these products unlabeled um in front of her and everybody was like oh my god there must be a hair like line she's about to drop and then we didn't hear from her until like tour time we didn't hear from her until we heard from her right and like later on in the tour time when she had her la show with sofi because she had um invited a lot of influencers to her show through her beyonce hair brand still at this point unnamed we don't know what it is but a bunch of influencers got major note side note the only thing i wish she would have done with the la tour date with the sacred influencers i wish she would have took the opportunity to have more black natural hair influencers there maybe like a smaller black creator maybe like other hair creators would have benefited more than some of the people that they sent but Okay. It's not really a critique. It's just like a, something I noticed, but that, that's it. I noticed a couple of natural hair creators like Jasmine. It was a couple. Yeah. But I think like she could have sent more. Okay. Um, I know Bretman Rock was a part of that. I know uh, Alicia Marie was a part of that. Anyways, but yeah, so the second tease was when she had invited those influencers to her concert in LA at SoFi Stadium. And they were, I think they had gotten maybe like hair jewels mm-hmm. and also like silver um what are those called like like the tinsel tinsel thank yeah. you like i it, it's not tinsel but it's it looks like tinsel if that makes sense to put into your hair um and needless to say we just got a real dropped around like midnight um on wednesday and it was of basically like a little ad of beyonce and her mother 
when she was younger. Um, and then since then, we've gotten a couple more ads. Um, the most recent ad is with said influencers like Bret- Bretman Rock, who was featured in it. Um, and a couple of other people that you might be familiar with of all different hair types within this specific video you see miss tina beyonce's mother um actually doing some of these influencers hair which is really so full circle because beyonce's first job was actually sweeping up the hair in her mother's hair salon which i think is so cute so for her to be able to come out with a hair brand i'm excited it's coming out february 20th and i'm gonna be the first in line to get it Beyonce, just let me know, girl, what link, what store, what line I gotta yep. be in, because I'm there. How much money do I have to spend for real? Right. I am excited to see if the products are gonna be curly based or if they're gonna be for everybody. It looks like it's for everybody yeah, based off for everybody. of the last video that we got. I also am wondering if what the price point is gonna be. I just gonna be on the higher end because Say Noir is, is kind of expensive. Say Noir is. Well, it is expensive. It's like over $200. Say Noir is her fragrance, and yes, it is pricey. Um, in comparison to like what Fenty uh, mm-hmm. De Perfume, yeah, um, which is like one twenty, I think. Um, so in terms of when it comes to the celebrity of it all, um, it is up there in terms of fragrances. But um, I am excited. Whatever the price is going to be, I'm just going to have to spend it because y'all are going to get a review from me. Period. I'm excited. I want to. I probably will be purchasing something as well. But I also do have products I'm very loyal to. That come at a very affordable price range for me. So if I get on there and Beyonce charging fifty dollars for shampoo, I don't know. All right, so what else is going on in the beauties and the fashion? British Vogue. Okay, we get into the fashions. Is taking it once again. Edward Enfolds, who is now the former editor in chief yeah. of British Vogue, as of March twenty twenty four. Yep. Oh well. Yes. Soon to be former. Yes. His seventy sixth <laughs> and final edition of the magazine he brought together 40 of some of the most influential booked and busy women together to have them on a cover and i thought one i want to say that was probably the pr and scheduling nightmare of the fucking century budget nightmare yeah oh absolutely budget nightmare but <clears throat> the call sheet was released and i and as you know you guys probably have seen the cover by now if you have not, please go to British Vogue's page to go see it. I think when it comes out in the stores, oh, I'm I have to get the. It. I would Honestly, like the physical. I would. To be honest, this might be illegal, but I'm gonna screenshot the cover and blow it up. Oh, you should do that. And put it on my wall. You're not gonna sell it. It's gonna be at your house. Okay. Okay. So it's not illegal. I want one. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, a couple hot names to mention: Anokiai, Paloma El Cesar, who is mm. the CFDA Model of the Year. Aduda Ketch, Dua Lipa, Oprah, Serena Williams, Laverne Cox, Kaya Gerber, Cindy Crawford, Iman, Google and Bata Raw, Naomi Campbell. Everybody was in there. Everybody was in there. And that's honestly Miley just Cyrus was in there. She was. I'm like, who else? Cara Delevingne. Yep. Cynthia Riva, our queer. Yep. Cynthia Riva was there. Um, Wait, I'm, I'm Ariana DeBose. Yep. Did you say Laverne Cox? I did. Okay. She was up there looking gorgeous. Yes. Um. Uh. Linda Evang- uh, Evangelista. Evangelista. Carly Claus. Lila yes. Moss. Yes. Christy Mother Turlington. and daughter duos. Kaya Gerber and Cindy Crawford yep. were there, and Lila and um. Oh, Victoria Beckham. Yes. Victoria- Jodie Comer. Yes. Uh. Did I say Dua Lipa? Gemma Chan. Yeah. I love Gemma yeah. Chan. 
it was a good Selma diverse Blair. group. Simone yeah. Ashley from Bridgerton. If you're a Bridgerton yes. or a British yes. like actress fan, Ooh. she's so Ooh. gorgeous. That I, is my favorite season of Bridgerton. No, same, same. No, she I. There. I said Shonda. I need to see her in more. The last thing we saw her in was The Little Mermaid, as you one know, of the I sisters. You didn't watch The Little Mermaid with Chloe Bailey? I mean, uh, Halle Bailey? Just lower your voice. <laughs> I didn't watch that. You need to get on that. Anyways. Anyway, we'll, we'll cut, cut this out for you. No, we're talking about British shows. We'll but, cut this out for you. Um, if you guys are not familiar with Edward Edenfold's work, I beg you to get familiar with it. He yes. is somebody that I champion for free. We talked about it last yes. episode. If you haven't and checked out last episode, you need to go you watch need to go it. Do that. But I will continue to talk about the legendariness that is that man. And I'm also super excited that the woman um, that is successing him as the next editor of British Vogue is a black woman. Yes, I And saw she's that. coming from American Vogue and we're super, super excited about that. British Vogue is always better than American Vogue, but that's it so is. Sweet. And I'm saying we're super excited about that like I'm on the team, but manifesting because I would love to have a, a Vogue column. Chandler, no, Chan will be a future editor-in-chief at a Vogue. Which at one it will be? We won't know. Where but it, she will be. Was there. And, and that is a promise. It is a we love the cover. Yeah. Absolutely. Gorgeous, gorgeous cover. I did a video on it. So if you want to get the specifics, check it out at check underscore out. mommy tip underscore or at betches Ooh. on TikTok. Yep. And let's get into some fashion fodder. A couple of our fashion quick hits. Mark Jacobs had emergency intercom podcast hosts Enya Umenzor and Drew Phillips at their show interviewing guests and doing their TikTok. And I think this is a perfect and prime example of when y'all brands be talking about something you want to pop on social media and somebody pitches something this is the type of shit you do yeah this true you had somebody had their ear to the pulse they did and somebody at mark jacobs said bet Mm -hmm. and they got them there and this cream this is like amazing content it did very well on tiktok and most importantly, it was funny. Social media is not meant to be professional. Social media is not meant to be like this serious ah uh, 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 thing. It just it is what it is. And I thought it was great. Yeah. I love them. So okay. if you don't listen to Mercy Intercom, please do. They're on YouTube, Spotify, and I'm ready to podcast. But shout out to them. And let's get into the martini club. Today we are drinking a Negroni Sfagliato. The ASMR for you. We have Prosecco with a little bit of Campari and a little bit of Vermouth. Can we get a little bit of measurements? I don't have no measurements because I didn't measure shit. Measure to the ancestors tell you to stop. Yep. Measure to the ancestors tell you to stop. Yep. Um, no, we'll put up an actual <laughs> recipe on the screen. So We're if gonna, you're listening um, refer to this, to the professionals. If, yeah, if you're listening to this, go check us out on YouTube at Feminine Chaos Podcast. Or if you type in Feminine Chaos, we'll still come up. Um, and in the YouTube videos, we have, um, the recipe breakdown. So, yeah. Yep. So, we do not have a submission today, but by the time we drop this, it will be Valentine's Day. Lover's Day. Lover's Day. So, I decided that this will be a great opportunity for us to get real, get (laughs) raw, get vulnerable about our dating history. So, the first thing I would like to open up the floor with is... Have you ever had a Valentine? I've dated someone and like we celebrated Valentine's Day together. So I guess yes. 
Um, but I feel like every time I get in a relationship with somebody, we kind of break up before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, besides this one relationship that I had where it kind of... Well, we weren't even in a relationship at that point. I, so I guess that was technically my Valentine. Did he ask you? Like, did he do No, he didn't ask me, like, formally to be his Valentine. We had been talking. Like, we were in a situation ship for mm-hmm. months. Um, and we did eventually become boyfriend and girlfriend. But in February, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. And then my last Valentine's Day, I did have a Valentine who sat there, stood me up, and took another girl on a first date. So if you could imagine, Valentine's Day is very traumatic for me. Yeah. And I found that information out through my ex. Isn't that so fun? Isn't that so great? Isn't that so cool? Isn't that fucking amazing? Deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. So anyways, in terms of Valentine's Day, I'm not saying I would never celebrate it again, but the next person that I celebrate it with, not only are they going to have to plan it, but they have to make me feel very fucking special. I agree. Yeah. Fuck that. Tell us backwards. I have never had a Valentine. Nor has anybody ever asked me. Now, <laughs> this is what I was talking about earlier. If you do follow me on TikTok, <laughs> I did make a couple videos talking about I was going to ask somebody to be my Valentine. Um, Things did not go as planned. Which is fine. I'm not upset. I am okay with it. I am okay about it. I think I am going to post a follow-up video on TikTok because just to make like a... I want to create a space for women in dating that are kind of like me where just kind of like shit happens and shit goes wrong. And it's just kind of like... Because it's reality. It's real. Yeah. It's real. And in reality, I'm not upset. It's just kind of like shit just happened and it was what yeah, it was. it is what it is. Um, so no, I have never had one, nor has anybody ever asked me. But I think dating in general right now is so hard when you get to see the people around you kind of like find their person. And I'm just kind of like, damn, like maybe I don't have one. Maybe okay, like I'm so glad you said me. that. I have a piece to say after this. Okay, no, go ahead. So I personally went to a couple of like gallon. Well, I went to a Galentine and then I went to like just a Valentine's party this weekend because this upcoming weekend is Super Bowl. So a lot of people decided not to celebrate that this upcoming weekend. But so when I went to the Valentine's Day party, I was the only person there single. Yes. Now, one of the other girls there didn't bring her boyfriend, but she still had her boyfriend. They brought their boyfriends to the Galentine's Day? Yes. Oh, like, that's like it was weird. So, it, okay, let me let me run it back. So, it was one of my very good friends. Shout out to Mary Beth. That's my bitch for real. Um, one of my very good friends from high school. So, we grew up together. She, like, she's a boyfriend herself. And she invited, like, some of our, like, friends from high school. So, some girls, some boys. But they all brought their partners. Besides one other girl oh, who oh. didn't bring her partner because the partner couldn't Galentine's? come. No, it wasn't Valentine's. I thought it was. I, I assumed it was. Okay. But it really was just a Valentine's Day party. Okay. I, and I shouldn't have made that assumption personally. Um, but I technically, even though I wasn't the only person there by myself, I technically was the only single yeah. person there. And I was like, damn, like, mind you, I was also the only black person there. Which I will say this, when it comes to black relationships, <laughs> no, like you have to take a deep breath. You have to take a deep breath because me and Chandler talk about this all the time. Like there's just so much trauma within the black relationship, within the black family, um, historically from slavery and after. 
Um, but I feel like it's very hard for us to just be able to just fall in love. Like, it's so difficult for us to just be able to fall in love on both ends, regardless of what relationship you're in, regardless of your gender. Like, it's very, very difficult for us to sit there and be comfortable and just trust one another. And I blame that on slavery. Well, I blame it on a couple other things as well. Right. I blame it on slavery. That's where it started. Right. I blame it on slavery because that's where it started. There's other things along the way. It's built into our genetics. Right. And... Um, Oh, oh, sorry, no. can I finish? No, so then I went to a Galentine's the next day. Every girl there was in a relationship. And again, I was the only black girl. Yeah. And I'm like... Were their partners black? Some were, yeah. Mm. Some did have black partners. <laughs> some partners were black. Um, You know, y'all... I very much was going into this year like I don't really I'm not looking for nothing I'm focused on my career which I still am. I want to be but after this weekend I was like, damn. I, be in love. I do, I do. It's not even that I want to be in love. I just want somebody. This sounds so crazy, but I just want somebody who want who wants to be about me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like I basically haven't met that in my life yet. Even when I've been in relationships, I feel like it's it's never I've never had a partner who has loved me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like the placeholder. Right. Like, yeah. And it's not even just the placeholder. It's very much like, I just feel like the trophy. I feel like the the girl who just want to show if they friends who like, yeah, I bagged this yeah. one. And that's really how I feel about men now. And I don't want to cry because I'm not going to cry. Girl, I could cry right now. I was crying earlier about it. Is no, it because it's it is sad. sad. Like, it is sad. As a okay, I'm gonna just say what I have to say. As a black woman mm-hmm. in America, not only are we the most undesirable, but we are treated horribly poorly. We go through so much more than the average woman. This goes to the Simone Biles of it all. This goes beyond that. I understand that I'm a very gorgeous girl. I understand that I have an amazing personality. I understand that I am in my motherfucking career doing amazing. And I'm over here having to put up whether it's subpar or on par. Some bullshit. And I'm tired of that. I don't know what I gotta do. I don't know if I gotta like mix up the dating pool. I deleted Bumble. I deleted Hinge. I de- downloaded them for the first time because of Chan and because of my friend Devon. Shout out to Devon. I've since deleted. <clears throat> but the men in there, they just love the concept. They love the idea of me. I'm so much more than just this pretty thing to flaunt around to your friends, your coworkers, whatever, and be like, yeah, I got this. I'm a human being. Because I also feel like dating now is also a... It's a flex. Yeah, it's like, like it's what my public, niggas gonna say? Like, yeah. what, like, what are they gonna say about me? Like, if my <laughs> think my girl is pretty, then like, fuck that. And it's just kind of like, one, that's weird. Very. Two, but it's just like, how does that make women, like us, yeah. on the other end of that feel? Because um, I felt that way when I was dating men, but also like, <laughs> dating women is no better. Yeah. <laughs> um, And it's hard as well. I think... I think it does suck when you think like, okay, like I got it. Like I found somebody I found who I think could be my person and whole time you were just a placeholder for them until they found their person yeah, or until they felt like they found better. And then you're just kind of like disposed of. Yeah. Um, I don't have to be in a romantic relationship, but it is something I would like to be in. 
Um, but I do think the bar is very high for me because I have amazing friends that I will do the absolute world for. So it's like, if you're not even matching up to my friends, yeah. you cannot be in my life. And yeah. that's just kind of where and I'm that's at fact. right now. And that's, that's a true fact. Like, I will do, I do more for my friends than anybody. Yeah. As you should. Because. Because temporary i talk to my friends almost every day i see my friends very fucking often these are the only people that know every single thing about me so being to getting able to date me is honestly a privilege but it's awful when i because i now at this point feel like i'm stuck in this two yeah i've been stuck in this two-year cycle of you meet somebody you think it's gonna work out and then they just kind of be like it's just always little things that they're picking at that aren't really that deep, but then they're just kind of like, oh, actually, I don't really want to fuck with you like that. Yeah. Or like, or oh, I found somebody better. Or it's kind of like, I don't like your personality. I don't like this or I don't like that. And it's hard, but I just feel like there's like this hopelessness yeah. that sits inside of me that's just kind of like, maybe I'm not meant to be with anybody. Which is not no, bad. Let's talk about it. Let's but about it. it hurts <laughs> and it sucks feeling yeah. like I'm just unlovable and I'm just this person that nobody wants to. I'm trying so hard not to cry no, right no, now. No, I, cause the, the tears are about to drop. <laughs> but it, it also this is real. Like this is this is very yeah. real. This is what a lot of women go through, and I want to create space for this women of all sexualities that go through this but like it is hard just watching even like social media just kind of going like damn like maybe I don't have a person and maybe that's what like the journey my soul signed up for yeah which like at the end of the day is okay because I have friends and I love my friends and I'm very in love with my friends and like I would do anything for them and we are all very very close but it's just hard just like dealing with this trauma and it's like I know I'm a good person because <laughs> it's like I know I'm a good person I know I'm a good woman I know I put my best foot forward all the time it's just kind of like fuck like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing wrong like yeah and not even doing anything wrong but it's just like oh my god please pass me a tissue this is awful <laughs> this is really fucking awful but it's not even what am I doing wrong, but just more so a, it just sucks feeling yeah. like I would go the distance for you when you wouldn't even think about doing that Twi- for me. You wouldn't even think about it twice. Ooh. Just to add on to what Chandler says. Now we crying on the pie, y'all. Listen, because <laughs> we get real, like, y'all don't understand. And I was just say this, and I was going to talk about this at the end. I was going to say thank you for everybody who's been tuning in. Yes. Um... Our videos on YouTube have been doing well. They've been like, doing very well. The fact that y'all got us to 100 views on both of our episodes, I can't tell you, as somebody who's been in social media for years, how often that happens off of your first video. Thank y'all so much. Um, So thank y'all so much, because clearly whatever we're saying, y'all are resonating with. Um, and this is a very vulnerable moment for us. Um... And I agree with everything Chandler has said. Like, you know, I personally also, too, have thought about what it would look like of a life of just not having a partner, loving on my friends, loving on my community, 
and having a child by myself or multiple children, whatever that looks like for me. I will help you raise that kid. <laughs> Thank you. <Jen>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I'm dead ass. <laughs> I would, I'm of course, so love. <laughs> Well, it's too late. You'd have godmothered all of them. No, so. Period. At this point. Um, no, but for real, like, I I, I know because I want to have children, there's a, there's a huge factor of, like, wanting to have a partner there because you don't want to have to raise somebody alone. And I understand what it's like to grow up in a two-parent household and the benefits of that. Um, but I also understand the reality and also, too, I've been traumatized in a lot of ways that maybe one day I will open up with, but right now it's something that I'm not only currently, but historically working through. Um, and needless to say, I just want to say, if you are a black woman and, and you're feeling it's hard. the way that me and Chandler are feeling right now, I just want to let you know that we love you. We see you. Mm-hmm. And we hear you. Um, and that you are not alone. And that you are you have every right to feel love. You have every right to experience love. You have every right to experience pleasure. Mm-hmm. You have every right to... Honestly, this is any woman, period, if you're feeling And this love way. should not be painful. Love should not be painful it's at work, all. But it should not but be painful. But you deserve to be loved. You deserve to feel pleasure. You deserve to have all the fruits mm-hmm. that life has to offer you. Okay? This goes across the board for any woman. I know that as women, depending on your background, we all have different experiences depending on the environments that we grow up in. And it really shapes and molds our brains. But I just want to let you know that you are beautiful. And you deserve everything that you want. Okay? And don't, also, don't let anybody take away from you yourself your personality don't let anybody make you, you feel like you're crazy as a person yeah do not let make you feel like you're insane or like you're crazy or that you're lesser than or just yeah. anything of the sort because you're not you're not and if somebody is making you if you have negative thoughts about somebody somebody making you crazy feel crazy somebody making you overthink that's not the person for you mm-hmm. because the person for you is going to make you feel comfortable they're going to reassure you constantly consistently okay constantly and consistently is the key words i want you to hear when i say this constantly so, consistently what was said yeah. so um <laughs> Needless to say, not to get too far off the rails, but if you are celebrating Valentine's Day with whomsoever, congrats. I'm happy for you, and I hope everything turns out amazing, and I hope everything turns out well, and I hope you have a long-lasting relationship with that person if that's what y'all are looking for. It's like boundaries. Right. Um, if you're not celebrating Valentine's Day, hang out with your friends. Me and Chandler are going to be hanging out. Shout out to Sheila. Sheila's also going to be hanging out with us as well. Yep. Okay, I think Love is Blind comes out mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. So maybe watch that with your girlfriends, your guy friends, your they do friends. Do something shit. Don't sit in the house and be upset. Yeah, do something. So yeah, and also too, Valentine's Day shouldn't just be a like a romantic like thing. It should also be a platonic like, mm-hmm. I'm loving all my friends. I'm loving all my family. Okay. So yeah. I also don't want to make this a your person is coming moment, but I feel like we as a society should focus on it less. Cause I know how it feels to be like, oh girl, just wait, your man is coming. Your happy ending is coming. And first of all, I don't want no fucking man anyway. Your woman is coming. Your happy ending is coming. Your person. Your person. Your person. Your person. But what I will say is at the end of it all, put some effort and we gonna talk about this on one of the episodes. 
Put some true, true effort into your friendships. Yeah. Love on the people that are committed to helping you and making you feel better. Like, I also didn't realize how rare it was to have, like, a really good group of friends. Yeah. But I would damn near die for my girls. Mm. And that's, like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not joking at all. I take my friendships very, very very seriously and I think more people should start to do that as well and I also treat all my friends the same so if I've known you for 10 years and I've known you for less than one year you get treated the exact same because I feel like it's honestly an honor and a privilege to be close with me because it's not something I do um love on your friends yeah and take your friendships Seriously, they are not placeholders for when you get a man. I hate that shit. It's actually my biggest pet peeve. Right. Love on your friends. Yeah. I do more for my friends than I probably would do for a partner. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, speaking of friends, I just want to give a couple of shout outs. One to Chan because <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my God. I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> the liquor hitting. It is. Um, no, it's it is. Because I was um, drinking before you got here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm not fooling with you tonight. Um, shout out to my best friend, Devon. Hey, Devon. <laughs> shout out to my we best friend. We miss you, Buki. Right. And shout out to my best friend, Cream Team. Cream. Hey, Cream. We're going to have you on the pod soon. Yeah, we are going to have We're going to have Cree on the pod. We're going to have yeah, on the so pod. So stay tuned for that. Um... I truthfully love y'all. Uh, y'all have been there for me through scariest times. Ooh, it was getting scary. It was scary. It was getting a little scary. A little scary. A little scary. Little scary. Um, I'm so appreciative of my best friends. So, yeah. We love y'all. <laughs> I would make a couple shout outs too, but I'm going to have to make a lot. But You're going to have to make a lot. I'm going to make a lot. I don't have that many friends yet in New York. But <laughs> I'm making a shout out to Tiffany. Making a shout out to the New York girlies. Hey. All of you all. Also making a shout out to the sloppy hoes. You know who you are. <laughs> it's not even supposed to be a thank you segment. But anyway. It's not right. <laughs> but we just want to express our love for Valentine's Day for our friends. And also thank you to the people that don't live in New York. We're not as Zaynab! close to Zaynab! Oh my God, Zaynab! If you're watching this. Zaynab! Okay, let me I stop. Love, okay, I love you. I love you. <laughs> But even to the people we don't know as well yeah. that have come out here and support us, literally like sending us DMs, jumping up out the woodwork, talking about something they listen to. Like people I would never even Yes, think people of. have DM'd us. It's a lot of y'all. We can, like, people honestly, people from my on. middle school and high school, the y'all are following really us. On. And I just want to say thank you so much. So like, we thank y'all. I didn't even know y'all be watching. My we really shit. do thank y'all. <laughs> But we could go on and on. Right, we But can. I do think it's time to wrap up our third episode of Feminine Chaos. Happy fucking Valentine's Period. Day. If and you don't get no good sex, I hope you got a really nice vibrator. Hey. Get on the Amazon. Same day shipping. Hey, same day shipping. Same day shipping. I got mine lined up. <laughs> Mother, cut the video off at this point. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, parents. Don't listen to that. Yes, anything else you y'all know how to find me on the social media. Yes, at Chandler C. Carter on Instagram and at Chandelicia on the Tick of Talks. C H A N D E L Y C I A. You can also see my dating chronicles 
there yes so if you would like to cry with me please go do so <laughs> if you want to sing more things of all beauty fashion and pop culture you can go ahead and follow me at underscore mommy tiff underscore m-a-m-i-t-i-f-f on the instagram yes on the instagram and then on tiktok it's just straight up mommy tiff m-a-m-i-t-i-f-f yes and then on YouTube, straight up mommy Tiff. Follow the pod. Follow the pod at feminine.chaos on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then um, on YouTube at Feminine Chaos Podcast. Yes, and subscribe. Yes, send your martini submissions. You can find that in the Feminine Chaos bio. bio. And in our link tree. If you have anything you want to email us, you can email us at Feminine Chaos Podcast or the club martini at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Cheers, bitch. Cheers, bitch. And my cup is empty. Mine's almost empty. But thank you.